It is day five of Daf Tes. We are holding the Gemara on Daf Tes, base about 11 lines up from the bottom of the page. The Gemara moves on to the next part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that the first of Tishrei is also a new year for Lanatia, for the sapling. What does that mean? The Gemara understands that to mean for the laws of Orla. What is Orla? So the Torah says in the book of Ayikra, chapter 19, verse 23, that the first three years of the growth of fruit on a new tree, they are Orla. And Orla is forbidden to be eaten and forbidden to have any benefit. Orla has to be destroyed. You cannot, not only can you not eat this fruit that grows in the first three years, you also can't have any benefit from it. It has to be destroyed. The Torah also says in verse 24, the very next Pasuk, it describes a different prohibition called Ravai. Ravai is the prohibition relating to the fruit of the tree in its fourth year. So the first three years is Orla, and that can't be eaten or had any benefit from. Revai is the fourth year's growth of fruit, and the fourth year's growth also has certain restrictions. It can be eaten, but only in Yerushalayim, or it can be redeemed onto money, and the money is brought to Jerusalem and used to buy food there. So these are the laws of Orla and Revai. So the Gemara says, Minolon, how do I know this? How do I know that the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah, is the new year for Orla? In other words, what does that mean? It means where we count how many years old the tree is with respect to Tishrei. So if I plant a tree in Nisan, six months before Tishrei, I don't have to wait a full year for it to be the anniversary, the one-year-old birthday of the tree. No, six months later when Tishrei comes around, as soon as I get to the first of Tishrei, I'm entering the second year of the life of that tree. It's like we said about kings, that the first year of a king's reign ticks over to the second year on the first of a certain date, whether it's Nisan or Tishrei, depending on Jewish king, non-Jewish king, different opinions. But that's exactly the same for Orla. We're saying you plant a tree any time before Tishrei. When the first of Tishrei comes around, you move into the second year of the tree's life with, for, for the purposes of calculating how many years old it is to know if the fruit that you're eating is Orla. So Minolan, how do we know this? The Torah says in the Pasuk that we mentioned, Vayikra chapter 19, verse 23, shanim arilim, that three years they shall be forbidden to you. Uchsev, and the next Pasuk says, and in the fourth year you have the prohibition of Ravai, and we had said you have different restrictions for Ravai as for Orla. Now in these two Psukim, Verse 23 and verse 24, we haven't read the whole Pesukim. The Gemara has just quoted a couple of words from each Pasuk. Enough for us to see the word Shana appear. Shalosh Shanim Arelim, three years they shall be forbidden to you. And the next Pasuk, and in the fourth year, that's going to be Revai. So the word Shana, year, appears in both these Pesukim. V'yolif, Shana, Shana Metishrei, we have a Gezer Shava. A Gezer Shava is where the same word or phrase appears in more than one place in the Torah. And the rabbis had a tradition, sometimes these words or phrases were connected, and they allowed us to learn from one context to the other. So we have a Gezer Shava here. The word Shana appears in these Pesukim about Orla and Revai. And we have the word Shana appearing with reference to the month of Tishrei. Tichsev, as the Pasuk says, Mereishis HaShana, from the beginning of the year. And that Pasuk in Devarim is talking about the yearly judgment that people are subject to each Rosh Hashanah. And we know the Gemara explained already on Dafches that that refers to Tishrei. So we have the word Shana appearing by Orla and Revai, and we have the same word Shana appearing by man's judgment, which we know is Tishrei. And therefore, just like the year, the Shana that's mentioned in this latter Pasuk, Mauritius HaShana, is talking about Tishrei, so too the Shana talking about Orla and Revai is Tishrei, and that's how we know the first of Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah for Orla. So the Gemara asks, and this will sound a little bit familiar, because we had a very similar Gemara, 
earlier on, a few daf ago, the Gemara says, Veligmar Shana Shana Minisan. Wait a minute, if you've got a Gzeir Shava to link the word Shana from this context to another context, why are you linking it to a Pasuk that we know to be talking about Tishrei? Why don't you link it to a Pasuk that we know to be talking about Nisan? Tichsev, as the Pasuk says, That Nisan is the first for you of the months of the year. We proved previously that the first for you of the months of the year, that Pasuk is referring to Nisan. And that would teach us that the new year for Natiyah, for plantings, for saplings, for trees, for Arla, should be Nisan and not Tishrei. So why do you learn to Tishrei and not to Nisan? So the Gemara answers, and again this should be very familiar to us from a previous answer given in the Gemara on a different question that was very similar. The Gemara answers, The Gemara says it depends on the context around the word Shana in the Pasuk. The word Shana is sometimes written by itself, like it is in the Pesukim about Orla and Ravai, and the Pasuk about Tishrei. Shana is kind of by itself. Whereas in the Pasuk about Nisan, Shana is written connected to another word. L'chodshei HaShana. The Torah says, Rishon Lochem will be the first for you, L'chodshei HaShana, of the months of the year. We would rather learn out Shana from another Shana that's similar to it. The word Shana by itself to the word Shana by itself. That's why we learn from the Pasuk about Tishrei to the Pasuk about Orla. Whereas the Pasuk about Nisan, it doesn't just say Shana, it says L'chodshei HaShana. And that is less preferable. That's less likely to be connected. And we would rather learn out Shana that is by itself from Shana by itself than to learn from Shana by itself to Shana that is connected to L'chodshei HaShana. So that's the answer the Gemara gives. The Gemara moves on with a brysa that elaborates on some of the laws of a newly planted tree. Tana Rabbanon the rabbis taught in a brysa. Echad hanutea, ve'echad hamavrich, ve'echad hamarkiv. Whether someone plants a tree, or whether someone doesn't exactly plant a new tree, but they do something called mavrich. That means they bend a vine and insert it into the ground. This is a method to create new trees, to propagate trees. It's called layering. So one would bend a branch or vine and bury it in the ground with its end protruding. And the buried section develops new roots and is then severed from the mother tree. And then you have a new tree. So it's like planting a new tree, but it's using an existing tree. What is markiv? Markiv is grafting a branch onto an existing tree. In other words, someone creates a hole in the, in, the, in, the, in the side of an existing tree and puts a branch from another tree into that hole. And the new branch eventually unites with the host tree, but the fruit that grows on that branch is the fruit from the old tree. So it is a grafting together of trees. So, so again, one's taking existing trees, but it's like creating something new. So whether one actually plants a tree, or one does this bending of a vine and putting it in the ground, or whether they graft one tree onto another, all of those things are the same with respect to the following halacha. If they do that Erev Shavis, they do this planting or grafting, they do it just before Shemitah, in the year before Shemitah. So the Shemitah year is the seventh year in which we're not allowed to do any work on the land. So imagine someone did this before the Shemitah year began. And they did it 30 days or more before Rosh Hashanah. So they didn't work very close to Shemitah. Shemitah starts on the 1st of Tishrei. They didn't do it during Elul. They did it during Av or before. So if they did it 30 days or more before Rosh Hashanah, also Hashanah, when Rosh Hashanah arrives, it's considered that you're moving into year two. We've already had a full year for the purposes of Arla, calculating how many years old this tree is for the purposes of Arla. As we said earlier, 
that as soon as you get to first of Tishrei, you start year two. The Bryce is telling us that's only true if you planted the tree 30 days or more before Rosh Hashanah. If you did that, then when you get to Rosh Hashanah, you enter year two. And in that case, where you planted it 30 days or more before Rosh Hashanah, you're also going to be permitted to preserve these plants during Shemitah. In other words, you don't have to dig them up, uproot them. Why would you think you have to uproot them? So you'll recall we learned previously that we add from the mundane onto the holy. We extend Shabbos, we extend Shemitah as well. We explained that we extend Shemitah an extra 30 days, even though Shemitah only begins on the 1st of Tishrei. Really 30 days before that we shouldn't be doing any work on the land. So, so long as we planted the tree or did this act of grafting or whatever it was, more than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, before the first of Tishrei, so then we haven't done any prohibited work. We definitely haven't done it in the Shemitah year because it was long before Rosh Hashanah, but we also haven't even done it in the 30-day period that we've added, that has been added of the mundane onto the holy, the additional 30 days of prohibitory activity in the 30 days before Shemitah. But if the planting or the grafting or the bending of the vines to the ground was done within 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, less than 30 days before, so then first of all, it doesn't count as a whole year when you get to Rosh Hashanah. You cannot say, oh, I planted it before Rosh Hashanah, so on Rosh Hashanah I enter year two. That doesn't count. You did it less than 30 days, then you have to wait until the, the next Rosh Hashanah, over a year later, over a year after you planted, that's when you enter year two. Since you planted less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, you do not enter year two of that tree's life on Rosh Hashanah. And number two, number two, since you planted it within the 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, which is the time that, although it's not the Shemitah year, it's the time that Mosif and Mechalal HaKodesh, we add from the mundane onto the holy, that's part of the prohibitory period, the additional period that it's prohibited to do any work before the Shemitah year. And therefore, if you did this in the year before the Shemitah year, you would not be allowed to preserve these plants during Shemitah. You would have to uproot them because you transgressed the prohibition of doing work in this 30-day period before Rosh Hashanah. We're going to hold here for today, even though we're in the middle of the Bryce, so we'll hold here for today, hold here for the week, and continue the Bryce next week. I wish you all a very good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom to you all.